Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. That's my friend Nicole, and welcome to Best Friends. Was that harmony? No, again, <laughs> unison. That was the same note. <laughs> oh. But it sounded good, huh? I thought it did, <laughs> and I thought we were making harmony. Uh, interesting that we talked about that on an earlier episode, and I it's still, still don't, don't get understand it. it. <laughs> Honestly, now I understand what my teachers went through. Where, like, they would teach me things, and months later, I'd be like, what? Yeah. <sighs> were you, mm-hmm. what were you like in school? Did you get good grades, bad grades? Uh, I was, like, a pretty C student, C, mm-hmm. C plus, sometimes, like, a B minus. That was, like, wow, Nicole's doing <laughs> big things. Uh-huh. Um, I excelled in, like, art stuff. I was good at completing art projects. Um, like chemistry, I would just smoke a bunch of weed and basically just write the like equations over and over and over again. Be like, I tried. Dang. <laughs> Do you think it was because of your ADD? Absolutely. I just couldn't concentrate. And I smoked a lot of weed to get homework done because that was the only way I could sit and like figure shit out. Yeah. And that was like the only way I could like sit in class as I started getting older. Um, I had one teacher, Mrs. Fortescue, who she would dump students' desks when they got too messy Mine was always messy. I was always talking. What do you mean dump students' desks? Like turn it over? Turn it over and be on the floor and you have to like put it back together neatly. I don't like that. No. She was fine. She was interesting. But my mom worked in the school and when she got frustrated with me, she'd go, go find your mother. So then I was like, that's my one task. I have to go find my mom. Mm. So I'd wander the hallways looking for my mother. And then I'd find her and she'd be like, why aren't you in class? And I'm like, Mrs. Fortescue got sick of me and told me to come find you. And she'd be like, all right. So then she would finish what she was doing and then walk me back to class. And I'd have to promise to be quiet. (laughs) Wait, what grade is this? Second. Oh, okay. I guess I thought this was like high school or something. (laughs) (laughs) And you were just roaming the school looking for your mom. I would have left. (laughs) If teachers, teachers knew if they let me leave, I was not going to come back. Yeah. Like I would get the bathroom pass and just leave for hours. Yeah. And they'd be like, you smell like cigarettes when you come back. And I'd be like, yeah, because I was smoking them in that bathroom. I'm a badass and I smoke. bad. Uh, Isn't that wild that in high school people smoke in bathrooms? Um, I never saw that. What? But I guess I wouldn't be invited to a smoke session. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone's invited me to the bathroom to do bad stuff. Uh, 
That's so wild to you that you didn't do bad stuff in the bathroom. I didn't Wait, do bad Kimmy, stuff Jordan, did you guys smoke in the bathroom? No. I was such a good girl. <laughs> yeah, I was also I was, very good. I was very afraid of being bad. Oh, yeah. I loved being bad. I was always like, I dare you to say something to me about smoking in this bathroom. I'll just go home. <laughs> Give think, me a reason. I think maybe I spent most of my high school being like, just send me home. I yeah. don't want to be here. Just send me home. And then uh, I almost didn't graduate. And I remember fully crying in the office. And I was crying. And I was like, please, I have to get out of here. Please don't keep me here another year. Sobbing. And it was my own fault. I had just missed too many days. I had skipped. Uh, I cut my English class more than three times. So you're like, it was like three absences from a class. and You weren't going to graduate. And I'm like, three is a pretty low a number yeah. when you are busy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what and were then- you busy with? <laughs> you doing smoking weed in the parking lot <laughs> going to the beach mm-hmm. um anything but being in a classroom yeah um also like i had read a lot of the books that we had read already it was just like really and i was like i am not into the book like when we were reading shakespeare i was like i've already read it yeah uh and then i like i liked reading plays i didn't really like reading uh novels at the time and it was just like, nobody cared to ask me what I was interested in. Yeah. But then I get it. You have a curriculum, whatever. But like, wouldn't that be fun if it was like, well, what do you enjoy reading? Yeah. I like reading plays. Okay, so let's do an English class, you know, geared toward kids who like performance. Mm-hmm. Because that is English. That is a way to teach language. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's not how uh, the I public know. school system works. It's hard because there are so many kids like these yeah. classes are jam packed, and there's this one mm-hmm. teacher, and like in an ideal world, they could analyze everyone and be like, "Oh, here's how. You, this is your learning style. Mm-hmm. This is yours. We'll put you over here so you can learn this well, way." You know how in college you suddenly get to choose what classes you want to take? Yeah, I think that should start in high school. Yeah, I think your freshman year of high school, you can take a a, a quiz that, or not a quiz, but like a fill out a questionnaire that's like, "What are your interests?" Yeah. And then also, like, why are we forcing all these kids to go to college? Some of them can be, like, could do vocational stuff. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. We should push vocational stuff on kids. Yeah. Like, everyone needs a plumber. Or someone who fixes a car. Yeah. Like, the dude who fixes my washer and dryer, he was like, yeah, I was an apprentice and I learned. And then I took a couple classes and, like, learned how to keep books for my business. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You're in your 20s and you work for yourself. And that's nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wish I knew how to do electrical work. Do you really? Yeah, man. (laughs) Why? Let me fix some lights. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I wish I was handier. But you can hire someone to do that for you. Sure, but I think it would be really fun to undertake a project myself. No, I'd be worried that you would electrocute yourself. (laughs) I kept seeing, speaking of you being worried about me, I kept seeing motorcycles on my drive down to San Diego. And I kept going, it's going to be me. I'm I'm so excited. November is when I am signing up for classes because that's when things slow down. I can't wait. Okay. I cannot wait. I'm just so worried. Why? Because it's scary. You're not encased in anything. You're just out on the open road, all exposed. Someone could sideswipe you, and then you're rolling and tumbling, and someone could run over you. But I'm going to be careful. Yeah, a lot of people are careful, and they still get in accidents. I also don't think I'm going to ride at very long distances. I think it's going to be my, like, oh, I'm running late. Let me get on my motorcycle. But... It doesn't have to be a long distance. People can get an accident just down the street. You can okay. get someone can j- turn right 
and hit you. Yes. It doesn't have to be like on the highway. You can be on a cross street. And we've already established I'm going to live forever. I mean, you established <laughs> that. That's what you say. I mean, it's true. Going to live forever. All right. Um, did you, we went to the beach on Saturday. Yeah. Do you, did you have a lot of sand in your life? Afterwards? After yeah. I came home? No, I didn't. I, was <laughs> I really good. did. Where? Everywhere. It was really incredible. I couldn't believe how much sand that my body carried back from the ocean. Well, I didn't get wet. Mm. And then I guess, did you sit in the sand? Because there was one time I looked at you and your butt was completely full of sand. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I was laying on my stomach, uh-huh. but my butt got full of sand. Huh. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> it was very curious. And I said to Lang and I was like, did I roll over? And she was like, I don't think you did. And I was like, how is my butt covered? And she was like, I don't know, Nicole. <laughs> Langan spends a lot of time being like, I don't, Nicole, you. Maybe the water pushed it on you when you were in there. Maybe. You got hit by a lot of waves. I did. I lost my sunglasses to the ocean. You I was did. so sad. But two more pairs are being shipped my way. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. But you now need- I know you're not supposed to wear sunglasses. Or just get those little string things that I talked I about. I refuse. Come on. I don't want it. Just like you can get some like cool like glitter ones or something that just like go to the end of the. You close the door on me? Sure did. I don't want no glitter things. <laughs> <laughs> glitter things. I'm coming back in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you crashed through my closed door. <laughs> and that's the end of that movie. <laughs> She's back. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so in a previous episode, a man named Zach called and I slid out of my chair with excitement. Oh, yeah. Because I loved his voice so much. Mm-hmm. Kimmy on the Keys reached out to Zach to see if Zach would talk to us. And we're going to do this now. I'm really excited. I'm <laughs> so excited. Um, what do you, okay, what are your, before we call him, what are your preconceived notions as to who Zach is, what he's about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what's going to happen? He sounds like a real adult. He, he sounds does. like a man. Yes. So, I mean, maybe 30s, mm-hmm. maybe 40s. Okay. Although, could be 20s or younger. We don't actually know. So, Shira, you said all of the ages he could be <laughs> maybe, besides maybe, baby. Maybe 50s? Maybe a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> he could be anywhere from 6 to 110. Uh, well, he does sound like a grown man. Yes. And that's nice. Um, Maybe someone who has a good job. Mm-hmm. He just seems... He sounded very secure. He did sound very secure. Yeah. But... Um, with my history, I think he's going to be gay mm. or have a girlfriend mm. and or married, mm. uh, and he's not going to live in California. Dang. I don't like any of those options. I know. But in a perfect world, yes, in a beautiful world where Jesus loves me, mm-hmm. <laughs> this I know. For, For the, the Bible, Bible tells told me so. <laughs> Little children. <laughs> I don't know the rest of it. Wait, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. 
Little children, big and small, we are people. Let us live. (laughs) (laughs) Little ones? Little ones to to him him belong. belong. They They are are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Honestly, what a terrible <laughs> message for they are weak, but he is strong. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, but that's like all the Bible is. It's like, you're shit. God is the shit. Yeah. I mean, because they want you to depend on somebody. Yes. And who you, the person you need to depend on oh, is one God. man. Religion is emotionally abusive. I mean. That's wild. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. Zach! Zach? <laughs> Hi. Hello, Zach. How are you? Um, I'm amazing. I mean, I don't know if I was amazing earlier today, but I'm amazing now. What happened earlier today? Um, yeah, so my semester started today. I teach creative writing, and I'm also a community education director. So the semester started today, so it was a very... It was a very hectic day. Oh. What does community education person, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> I do programs uh, that are non-credit programs for the community, usually taught by community members. And then I also do uh, kids programs during the summer, having kids come in to take quote unquote college classes. And a majority of those kids are uh, under the poverty level um, brought in by school districts. Wow. That's nice. That's great. We're, wait, a good heart. Zach, you're nice. Um, <laughs> Zach, how old are you, Zach? I am 39 years old. Ah, okay. That's a good age. That's a good age. So Shear said you were anywhere between 26 <laughs> and 60. So technically, Sashir, you're right. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're in the range. <laughs> Zach. If you do it broad enough, you know, yeah. group, it's like, yeah, I got it. That's how it works. Where do you live, Zach? Um, I live in kind of rural Arizona, um, oh. northern Arizona. If you've ever heard of Sedona, that's where my family, my parents live, have lived there since the 90s. And I live in a little town that actually isn't even a town. It's an unincorporated community. Uh, called Rimrock. And then the college that I work at is in a place called Clarkdale. So it's all very, very small. Um, not a lot of restaurants. Um, I love it and it's home, but there are things I don't love about it. What's a non-incorporated town mean? Your community educator. Right? <laughs> wow. I am being such an interesting guest with this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so basically it means a community that um, kind of sprung up on its own and they never incorporated to become a town. And so they rely on the county to maintain the roads. And so it's like a loose, I mean, it is a town, but it's, I don't even know why I'm quibbling with it, but it just, you're not going to find like a mayor or anybody like that. It's mostly um, generated by the community. So it's not very centralized. It's very difficult here for people to get basic supplies like groceries and especially fresh food, stuff like that. Um, Are you married? Um, I am divorced as of earlier this year. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not fun. Oh, thank you. Unless you're happy about it. Thank you. I appreciate the sympathy. Oh, no problem. Do you have kids? Um, It's a mixed bag. Um, Yeah, it usually is. Yes. So, so when I, so when I met, when I met my ex-wife, her son was four years old. So I adopted ah. him. And so that's easily been the most difficult part oh. of all of this. Well, we won't stay on that topic. <laughs> Doesn't seem fun. Um, <laughs> let's. What do you look like? You have a really, really great voice. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I am 
six one. Actually, you know the funniest. It's not well. I shouldn't say the funniest thing. Look at who I'm talking to. It's not even really funny. But um, but I actually reopened my Twitter account earlier today. I will not lie. Part of it had to do with this. Like I I was I've been thinking of doing it going back and. Forth because I have a problematic relationship with social media. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see my picture, you yeah. could, oh. or I can just describe myself to you. Well, I would like you to describe yourself. Okay. All right. I am six foot one, about 230 pounds on a good day. Um, fairly in shape. I think I carry myself well, but there's a lot of uh, padding going on there. <laughs> I am a white dude. Um, I've shaved my head since most half my life now um because at a certain point i realized i was gonna lose my hair and i was just like screw it so but were um, you balding yeah that's me no were like were you balding before you shaved your head Um, or did you know if i was this is like a double mastectomy i don't even know if i was balding but i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I think it was preventative (laughs) at the same time it was kind of like i think i scared the hair off my head in doing it because maybe if I had kept my hair, my hair would have been like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. But uh, instead, uh. it's like, no, you don't need this. So Wait, what's your Twitter yeah, name? I'm trying to see a balding. picture. You can Google my name, Zachary Jernigan. Jernigan? Yeah, so Zachary, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y, Jernigan, J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N. There should be some pictures that show up. Um, I'm a published author. And then my Twitter handle is... Um, what is it? It's Critical Jams. Zach, you're very attractive. You're really cute. You're so cute. <laughs> Usually, st- oh well, thank you. Oh my god, what you're a so great- hot. <laughs> <laughs> what a great picture. Wow, Zach, <laughs> this is this is this is so wild. <laughs> is that your dog? In the in the I am blushing, so thank you. I- <laughs> My goodness. Well, a room full of women are just really pleased to look at you. Yeah, is that your dog? Yeah, that's my dog, Benny. Mm-hmm. That dog's cute. Yeah, he's very cute. Do you cute. ever make I... it up to L.A.? Yeah, Zach. What's that? When are you coming to L.A.? Do you want to go on a date, Zach? <laughs> sure, yeah. Just a, this is very much bringing me back to like, um, like junior high school with being on the phone with a bunch of <laughs> ladies giggling in the background. So I don't know if you can call junior high girls ladies, but it's very it's, similar. I'm, I've never grown up. I'm, that I'm a child. Feels like. I'm fully a child. Okay, when are you coming to LA? Yeah, do you have like a business trip set up or like a community to help over here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, not anytime soon. I would say, um, whenever I have a compelling reason to come to LA, my, my sister used to live in LA for, for a long time. My brother used to live in LA and, uh, I am so not an LA person. Is um, Oklahoma so near boring. Arizona? Just, um, I'm not that good at geography, Me but I don't either. think so. I don't think so. What about... No, I'm, no, no I, I'm not good at geography, but no, it isn't very close. <laughs> what about Texas? Uh, Where is Arizona? It's like southwest. Texas would be closer, yeah. Why don't, why don't you both do some shows in Arizona? 
Well, I was just in Tempe, Arizona. And I don't think I'm going back. Oh, just missed you. Dang. I mean, we can easily book a show in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would. Wait. <laughs> You're right. I'm fully acting like there's no way I'm ever going to make it back to Arizona <laughs> one day in my life. Definitely set that up. <laughs> All right. Well. It's that... not the greatest state in the world, but. I think I liked it when I was there. Have we been to Arizona together? Not together. No. Huh. I've been to Phoenix. I've never been to Phoenix, just Tempe, I think. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a college there? I don't remember. Yeah, there's ASU there. Oh, I think, I, yes, I think that's where I did shows. It was fun. Do you live yeah. far away from ASU? Uh, maybe about an hour and 45 minutes. All right. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Any advice or anything? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, <laughs> advice. Advice, or no, literally no, anything, or just I, whatever. No. Just keep talking, Zach. <laughs> um, okay, advice. Uh, th- there's this there's a podcast network called the Earwolf Network. I would really. Tr- oh wait, you guys are with uh, them. Um, I see. No, I was about attempted a joke. No, I don't, that was adorable. I, I, I really am not in it. I'm really. You can ask me a question if you want, and then I'll give my best. I'll give my best advice, but I don't. I don't know what what your current needs are. Oh, no. I was asking if you wanted to ask if you had any advice questions for us. Yes, I very much do. Oh, okay. Okay. What's your question? I think part of the problem that I have encountered as I've gotten older is that it's tough to make friends. I mean, I think it's tough to make friends for anybody. But for me, I grew up with OCD and I still deal with it um, as a really big influence on my life. And so it's hard for me to um, be in situations where I don't control everything, mm-hmm. um, which is, is difficult. And, and so getting together with people, I'm more likely to cancel than to not cancel. I mean, at this point in my life, I really don't have a best friend, even though, you know, I, I am lonely and it'd be great to have a wider circle of friends. I mean, I know a lot of people and I consider a lot of people friends, but nobody like really close and I've, especially in that way that in our culture, um, I think women, and I don't mean to generalize too much, but I think women are particularly good at being able to talk about things that really matter. Like men, it just seems there isn't that intimacy there. There isn't that ability to like share everything that's going on in your life and really be free with it. And so my, my question is, how do I make the perfect friend? Oh. Mm. That's going to be an easy one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think living in a small town is inherently hard yeah. to make a friend because I assume you live in a town where you know right. everybody. Um, what do you like to do? Like, what, what fun activities do you like? Um, I mean, I like outdoorsy stuff, but I mean, really my favorite thing in the world is just to sit and listen to music. Like, I know that sounds really boring, but I mean, I mm-hmm. listen to a huge amount of music, like a, a huge amount of music. And so one of my favorite things to do is to listen to music and then have a real conversation about it. I just don't, the person doesn't have to be in person. Like I could easily be friends with somebody who's, you know, far away and you talk remotely, but it's difficult to find somebody who cares that much about that one activity. Now, it doesn't have to be that one activity. I mean, but I think what I'm saying is ultimately, I really like sitting and just doing 
nothing. I know that sounds boring, but to me, it isn't boring. Like, I love to just sit We love that. That's one of my favorite pastimes, <laughs> sitting and sending Sashir memes while she sits next to me. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, since you're okay with someone being remote, to, if you listen to a music podcast, maybe hop on that, like, Reddit about that podcast and see if someone right. says something that you identify with and then reply to them. And if you get a nice back and forth and like exchange, you know, emails or whatever, and then you can communicate that way. I think that's a good way to do it remotely. Yeah. Also, I mean, that'd be cool. You can look up whatever bands are coming through mm-hmm. near you, go to a show, talk to somebody there. Cause they obviously like that same band and maybe, you can meet someone who's a little closer. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea as well. I, I think part of it is that the advice, whatever advice I'm given, a lot of it is up to me to yeah. get over my own not wanting to go out. Oh, totally. It's, it is hard. I used to be way better at just going to do a thing, mm-hmm. just going by myself somewhere or like meeting people somewhere, but I have no idea where I'm going. Now I'm like, I want to know what time it starts. <laughs> when can I leave? Who is there that I know? Is there someone I don't know? <laughs> then I won't be there. Like, it's like I, I need everyone thing to be right. like yeah. in the right place or else I feel like I won't have a like, good time. I want a diagram of, of the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where are the exits? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also any. I, where are the exits? Where are the bathrooms? Yes. What's there to eat? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love canceling plans. But then anytime I go out, I'm always like, that wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I had a good time. But <laughs> That's then there's, true. you know, so yeah, that I is think true. if you like maybe once a week pushed yourself to go, to like leave the house and do one activity, I think that's a win. Yeah. Because. Worst case scenario, you don't like it, and then you can you go can just home. leave. You go home to your cute little dog. Mm-hmm. I I think you're right, and, and I mean, I think a lot of it is also like we're always told um, that like you got to fix everything like right away. Mm-hmm. And so I I fight that feeling that like if I'm not doing it full blast, then I'm not really doing it. But it's like no, I mean, take that one step and then insist on it for a little while and see where it leads. Like at least once a week, do something. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Cause it is like developing a muscle. You're mm-hmm. doing something new. You know, you, if you're, if you have your routine and you have your comfort zone doing anything outside of that takes work and it's not easy just to be like, yeah, I'll just do that all the time. And now I'll have friends and now I'll be this person. That's like with, uh, so I, I asked you to take a pole dancing class with me because I was scared to go alone and I didn't, I don't, I didn't like group fitness. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if I bring a friend, then I'll at least have my friend who will make me feel better about what I feel insecure about. And then I was like, oh, wait, group fitness is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the scariest thing yeah. that I thought it was. So now I can go alone. <laughs> but I just, I needed that little crutch. So I think that's important to just do things in very small doses. Mm-hmm. Like when you learn how to swim, you don't just jump in the right. pool. You dip a toe in and then a leg and an ankle <laughs> and then an arm. And then, then you're floating, baby. Maybe this is like a more universal problem than you think. And it would like you both could have a subscription for people to sign up for. And you guys just send you both send them um, reminders Hey, get your ass out, like, right now <laughs> and do something this What week. an awful oh, app that would be. It's just like, hello, <laughs> go, leave your home. <laughs> oh. I mean, that is kind of a good idea. 
Because, like, some people do need that extra push. And uh-huh. they're like, well, Nicole and Sashir told me I should go out yeah, and try something. Yeah, but it something. might get annoying, like, Duolingo. <laughs> Duolingo is always like, Nicole, hola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, so maybe not all, all the time. Maybe all you right. can set your settings so it could be like, uh, I want a reminder <laughs> once a week. Or I want a reminder once a month or whatever. Uh, I'm sure there's a nice way to do it, though. I mean, you don't have mm-hmm. to, like, be like, um... Hey, you still don't have a best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awful. But that would be the way I'd want to do it. <laughs> Just a reminder, you still you don't still have a best friend. <laughs> you're lonely. Uh-huh. Wait, Zach. Okay, so your first mission <laughs> is to fly to LA. Yeah, that's your first assignment. If you want mm-hmm. a friend, I'll be your friend, but I can't meet you. Um, I'm sorry. I, I missed that. Uh-oh. My first assignment. <laughs> Damn, so yep. vulnerable. Your br- <laughs> he didn't hear it. Uh, I said your first assignment is... I did not. I did not hear you. So first assignment is to fly to LA, and I'll be your friend. Yeah, come be Nicole's friend. Okay. All right, so if I send you a friend request on Twitter, it will be accepted. Yes. Yeah. Are you doing it right now? Do no, it because now. actually where I live, I, I'm using my phone, but where I live, I don't have any internet, so... Oh. As soon as I'm done with this, I will do so. Okay. Okay. All right, Zach. Cool. Well, you're a real <laughs> cool dude. Yeah. I like all the good stuff you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. You're real nice talk, and yeah. I believe you will find a, the perfect friend for you. I believe so, too. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Good talking to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I just, if, if it's okay, I just want to want to add. Oh that yeah. Really, your um, your friendship is very inspiring. Like I want you to know that. Like it really is very cool. Like uh, my favorite podcasts are you two, and then there's that podcast Freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, with with and I, the reason I love them both is because the friendship just shines through so much, and it's just such a joy to not really be a part of it, but just be able to hear it. Like it's, it's amazing. I think you're doing amazingly good work. And so Aww. good on you. Zach! That's really nice, Zach. Thank you. Oh man, we're so, tearing up. You're the nicest man in America. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Truly everyone in the room. <laughs> Well, thank you. That's really nice. And we're glad that uh, we can share our It made me nervous to say that. So I think my voice was shaking. No, it was really sweet. It was really eloquent and very sweet. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. Okay, have a good night. You're welcome. Afternoon. Wait, same time as us. Yeah. Have a good evening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same same time. Yep. I will. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Zach. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> Cha-ching. Uh, wow. What a nice man. What a very nice man. <laughs> He's hot. He's hot. He's got a job. <laughs> he works a job that doesn't pay him that's helping the community. Yes. He's he, a selfless man with a cute dog. Yeah. Oh, boy. I do, I do hope you guys become friends. <laughs> and more. I also hope we become friends. Oh, boy. Ah. He makes that was perfect. I didn't know what to expect. I thought there was going to be maybe an uggo or like someone who's way old. Yeah, or, I thought he was going to be like a troll. Yeah, or just like a nerd. Well, who you didn't no, he was. He was checked a lot hot. of boxes. <laughs> he's tall. He's employed. Yeah, 
Gotta get him out of that small town. Yeah. You gotta get but some I internet. Mean, <laughs> he likes living in a small town. What were you gonna say, Jordan? Do you do you see on his Twitter it says <laughs> writes homoerotic <laughs> epic fantasy? Oh damn, we should have saw that earlier. I did not see. It. Oh, did you highlight that for? Um, oh, yeah. well, can you click on his Amazon link? I should have pointed it out sooner. I'm yeah. sorry. It's fascinating. These are the books he's written. <gasps> oh, these are on sale. Whoa. Oh, yeah. These are the books up for grabs. Exploring more worlds of gender. Okay. I'm here for it. A man who's in touch with his sexuality. Yeah. Give him some some I inspiration. Mean, this man is perfect. I'm always horned up. <laughs> always. Horn, horn, horned. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's really he's really yeah. attractive to me. I think he's so handsome. <laughs> yep. What a real treat. Boy, oh boy. Wow. What what success? What luck? I hope there's a part three to this. <laughs> I hope that we get to revisit this. I mean, I have so, I have one million miles. I do not mind spending them to fly Zach here, but yeah. then I'm like, I I can't pay for his hotel. It's a risk. Yeah, he's got to stay with you. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more 
not tooting, you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Oh, boy. Should we take a little quizzy poo? Oh, How dang. much time do we have? I don't know, but you'll never believe it. I had so many things I was supposed to do today that I didn't do. I was supposed to... Shit, I can't remember. I oh really didn't take... <laughs> when were you supposed to take your medicine? Uh, in the morning. Okay. Do you carry it in your purse? Yes. Is it is it in your purse right now? Yes. And what... It's too late to take it. I see. Then I'll just be awake all night. Mm. Or not even awake. Well, okay. It's a weird thing. If I take it too late... I'll just do things into the night. Mm-hmm. And if I don't take it, I can just lay in my bed and hope to fall asleep and I might fall asleep. Yeah. But I'll just start thinking about things I need to get done if I take it. It's a real uh, delicate balance. And there's like a yeah. one is the latest I, I t- try to take it. I see. I see. And when I woke up at three, it's two hours past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we take... Maybe we should just do advice, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're at 40. Okay, let's answer some questions. Do advice. Maybe I'll find a second boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. uh, Let's rack up these Zachs. (laughs) Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I hope something happens. He's fun. I like him. That was a good convo. Yeah. Hi, all. My name is Maria, and my best friend's name is William. So when he and I go out together, we are both young, reasonably attractive people, and we're both trying to get laid. And people always assume that we're together. Mm. We tell people we're cousins, but before we talk to people, they're not going to know that. So how do we make it look like we're not together? Because we're very good friends, so we get along very well. It's confusing. Please help. Love what y'all do. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Maybe just stop mm. making out in front of everybody. Mm, yeah. <laughs> get stop it. having public sex with your best friend, William. <laughs> so it's like that really that, throws I would, the lead If I saw off. that, I'd be like, oh, I'd they're like, probably oh, they're together. Definitely married. <laughs> the only people who fuck in public openly are, are, are married, married couples. <laughs> um, That's a tough one because yeah. when I see a man and a woman together, I'm instantly like, they're married. Yeah. Even if he's openly flamboyantly gay i'm like mm-hmm. they must be married it's the, for them yeah i have a guy friend who is close to me and we uh would go out together to mm-hmm. bars or places to dance and i could see someone being like oh they're in a couple but we would talk to people together we would mm-hmm. approach groups of people together and like kind of make bigger groups so if he saw a group 
of girls and he thought one of the girls was, were cute, we both went over there. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to all the other girls who he doesn't want that, to talk to. And then he talks to the girl he wants to talk to. So basically, help each other out. Yes. Because also, there were times where we would be dancing or something. And I'm like, that guy's cute. And then we both dance over to that party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he shoves me closer to the guy. And then he takes care of all the other people that guy's mm-hmm. with. So, yeah. There's, I mean, it, it's... It's, I guess, more work, but it's, it's like, not, it's not, it I don't feel think it's like that work. much more work. And then I think immediately you have to go, this is my friend. Yes. Like, hi, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. me and my friend are here. Yeah. So then, you know, this dude's just like, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. that pussy's open play. Open for business, baby. Because uh, if you two are just talking in a corner by yourself, mm-hmm. people are going to think you're having an intimate moment mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. But if you start mingling and talking to people together or separate, if you feel bold enough to go to people by yourself, yes. then it'll be clear. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we solved that problem. <laughs> Hi, Sashir and Nicole. I was wondering what your opinion on those who claim that their best friends are their significant others. I recently had a conversation with my mom where she felt that there has to be a very clear distinction between a significant other and a best friend. Oh, that's interesting that it was the mom. Mm. I feel like older people are like, my best friend <laughs> is my husband. <laughs> I'm I'm at a point in my life where I don't really feel the need to define my friendships. But if hard-pressed, I would most likely say that my fiancé is my best friend. That's not to say that we don't have our own friends or that we only hang out with each other, but I think that's an important distinction for any friendship anyway. Kimmy, can you scroll up? Is this a generational thing for my mom, or do I just have a difference of opinion than other people? I love hearing your funny and very heartfelt advice on the podcast. So I was curious as to what you guys would say on the subject. Thanks so much. Um, I personally would hate to have my significant other be my best friend. Mm-hmm. I can't hang out with you all the time, tell you all of my deep, dark secrets, fuck you share my finances with you like that's i think for me personally that's uh i i need i need someone to vent uh, to to about you you yeah. know what i mean yeah i would say i agree with that i i wouldn't i don't want to say like if if your instinct is to have your significant other be your best friend, mm-hmm. go for it. You don't like cut them off or like mm-hmm. be like, sorry, you Wedding's can't be my best friend. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have someone other than you because I can't trust if you leave. Like, mm-hmm. uh, cause that's a risk. That can go away. Friendships, mm-hmm. I hopefully last for a very long time yes. in your life. Um, relationships, like love, like significant others can go away for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So if you made this person your one everything you're one friend mm-hmm. you're one lover and then they go away you gotta got, kind of gotta start from scratch or go back to the friends who you mm-hmm. kind of maybe ignored because they weren't your lover and that's like a lot of movies where like the woman has like re-entered the world kind of after yeah. getting wrapped up into a relationship yeah I, I like having a best friend and a significant significant other. I love having a best friend and my new boyfriend, Zach. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, my man made it clear to me that I'm not his best friend. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah. I can't. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my best friend's Elliot. <laughs> That's funny. Which, I mean, well, he's he, right. Yeah. He grew up with Elliot. I didn't grow up with him. <sighs> so, like, of course. Um, but we are very, very How did close. that conversation come up? 
Um, I think I was being really sweet. I said something like, <laughs> you're one of my favorite people or like, you're my favorite person. And he's like, yeah, you're my favorite person too. And then I can't, I guess we're talking about best friends or something. And he's like, oh, to be clear, <laughs> to be clear, Elliot's my best friend. <laughs> well, he knows I'm your best friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like he was like leaving me hanging where I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, so I, I thought I'm we were not your best, best friends. friends? That's very funny. Um, but he's to be clear, <laughs> Elliot's my best friend. But like, yeah, he should be because he's mm-hmm. got to get he's he's got a lot of boy energy that he should get out with his boys mm-hmm. that I can't provide. I don't want to like play basketball. With him. <laughs> like you don't want to play basketball with your man. Dick tap him or whatever. You what? know. Yeah. There's sometimes I hang out with his friends and I'm like, you guys are too much <laughs> and are you gonna fuck like they're just like wrestling in the streets and I'm like I can't I don't want to do that I feel like a lot of masculine energy is just pent up repressed feelings oh for sure where they're just like I don't know I'll tap your dick cause it's like I'm not supposed to <laughs> but if I touch another dick if I'm aggressive about it it's okay yeah I don't really know I like, don't know wrestling is pretty gay <laughs> <laughs> Pretty gay. Yeah, maybe he's gay. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, we got to bleep that out because we can't say his name. We can't say his name. <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> you never post about him. <laughs> you won't say his name on your podcast. But I love him very much. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know it was your anniversary. I saw it on his Instagram and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know your anniversary was today. And you were like, uh uh-uh, it was days ago. <laughs> So then I commented, this is <laughs> what I said. This like, is a late ass post. <laughs> well, I just like having my my love life to myself. It feels yeah, really special that. when it's like mine. And then when I tell I tell my friends stuff, like mm-hmm. I'll announce things to my friend to you and mm-hmm. to my other friends, but like I don't feel a need to publicly announce things when mm-hmm. they occur with me and my man, because I don't know. It's not for everybody. Okay. I'm not saying it needs to be for everybody. I wasn't, this was not me being I did confrontational not say at all. That it I needs was just to be for everybody. I'm just saying I was just not inquiring minds I want to know. <laughs> um yeah, I've I I talk a lot about my relation. I mean, I have a whole podcast about it, but I do keep some things to myself. Yeah. I keep a lot of things to myself that people don't know. <laughs> that I don't even know. Oh no, you know okay. every <laughs> facet about me. It's really awful. I like, the other day I texted you, I was like, I have a query. And then I was like, I answered my own query. But then I asked you the query anyway. Yeah, what was it again? If I should have a boy on the my podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you knew you knew. Yeah, I knew you that knew not was, to do that. Let's not. Yeah. Uh so I don't think it's a generational thing to answer your question. I think it's just a personal preference. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's cool of her mom to say that. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I agree with having uh, multiple big loves in your mm-hmm. in your life, not just one. Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw was like all about one greatest love, but then also she had her girls. So yeah. I think that was incorrect when she was saying shit like that. Yeah, really. The love was in front of her all along. All along. All along. Let's do another, another voicemail, please. Hey, Nicole and Sashir, love your podcast and you two as individuals. Um, Nicole may be able to relate to this a little more than Sashir, but 
I, like Nicole, have never been in a relationship. Don't know why, because I'm fucking amazing. Um, but I've always been the friend that my friends come to for relationship advice. And I'm at the point in my life where it's kind of wearing on me. Um, how would you recommend kind of coming to terms with that or handling that if you're feeling a little burnt out about it or really if there's even a way to do that. Thanks. Love your podcast. Okay. So the next time someone asks you for relationship advice, (laughs) throw them out the window. (laughs) Uh, uh, I do relate to this in a way where people are constantly asking me for relationship advice and I'm constantly like, I literally have a podcast where I talk about how I don't know why I'm not in a relationship. So I don't know why you think I have any insights into your relationship. Yeah. Um, And I think you can just say that to people be like, oh, oh, I don't know. I don't have a boyfriend. I, I truly don't know. Yeah. Do I ask you for relationship advice? No. No. You just tell me what's going on with you, you guys, and then I offer sometimes an yeah. insight. Yeah. Because I know both of you. Yeah. And then also it's never anything like it's never advice. I'll just be like, this is happening. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Here, maybe this. And yeah. You, you go, oh, okay. Yeah. It's more of a conversation. It's not advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, none of my like close, close friends. Ask for advice. Um, I have a friend going through a breakup right now. And it's been, like, hard on her. And I'm happy to listen to her because I love her. Yeah. Um, But if it was, like, a non-close friend who was, like, lamenting a lot to me, eh, that's not for me. Unsubscribe. I don't... I don't... Sometimes I, I understand her thought. I think her thought is just, like, I don't get why they keep asking me. It's almost as if they're, like flaunting it in front of me because that's what it feels like sometimes when people are like oh my god this thing happened and you'll never believe it he made me get on a train and I'm like I would love to get on a train with my boyfriend (laughs) well I think it's just thoughtless they're not really taking her into consideration when they're talking to her about this stuff because they're just so consumed with whatever thing they're Mm -hmm. going through because I've I have had times where I've wanted to ask for advice about my relationship but I didn't Mm -hmm. go to you I went to a different friend. Thank you. Because I was like, because I know you're not in a relationship. And why would I do that to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think people realize that sometimes when you're single, you are really sad about it. (laughs) Yeah. And that somebody asking you about a relationship just really, like, if you're feeling, like, low and you're like, I don't think anyone's ever going to love me or accept me, and then someone's like, okay, so, like, I'm so happy right now. He loves me so much. But, like, he said my feet smelled like potato chips, and I don't know how to handle it. You're just like, I would love for a man to say my feet smell like potato chips. I'm, this potato smelling bitch has a man, and I don't. And then you just, like, get lower, and you feel really sad. Um, yeah, I don't, and then like, uh, sometimes people, I'll go to dinner with people and they'll be like, is it okay if my significant other comes? And sometimes I'm not talking about you, Mm -hmm. um, because you do 
ask and I feel like I can say no. Yeah. But there's some people where I feel like I cannot say no. Mm. And I'm just like, cool. So now I'm like the third wheel. Yeah. And then I've gone to dinners where I'm the seventh wheel. And that feels sad. Yeah. Uh, so. Do you think it's, um, or have you, like, felt comfortable saying to these friends, oh, I don't want to talk about your relationship or, like, it makes me feel sad because it's reminding me of how. No, I'll just be like, oh, I don't know. I don't have a boyfriend. I mean, that is, yeah, it's very succinct and, like, true Mm -hmm. and clear. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be. Or, you know, I just kind of give advice, which is like a, I don't know, how about this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's okay for this girl to tell her friends. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I do, yeah, if you yeah. keep saying, I don't know, maybe they'll stop talking to you about it. Yeah, because I'm sure they have other friends who yes. are in relationships that they can talk to about yeah, this go stuff. go on a double date, and then when the boys touch each other's dicks in the bathroom, <laughs> you can talk about your problems. Yeah, while they're dick-tapping each other in the street. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah. Great. What a great... <laughs> End. <laughs> Oh, pop the pop the champagne! Oh my God, Nicole! <laughs> oh my God! Uh oh, I left the room. <laughs> okay, well, bye. Thank bye. you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.